This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up, guys? This is Ryan of Top Rope Nation, and you're listening to an exclusive preview of this week's edition of the Top Rope Nation Classics Podcast. Now, this is an exclusive show we do for our supporters over at patreon.com slash Nation. If you enjoyed the preview and you want to hear the episode in its entirety, head on over to Patreon, become a supporter of the show, and get full access to this edition of Top Rope Nation Classics and all editions in the future. We hope you enjoy this special free preview, and we'll be seeing you over at patreon.com slash Nation. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed Hey guys, this is the sixth edition of the Top Rope Nation Classics podcast here exclusively on Patreon. I am Ryan Drosty of Top Rope Nation, and I am joined here by my usual co-host, both Justin and Kyle, this month. For our look back at wrestling history, and we thought there was no better time to kind of take a look back at the genesis of the Monday Night Wars than this week, because as we record this, it's Tuesday evening, October 1st, 2019, and tomorrow night, All Elite Wrestling presents their first edition of Dynamite on TNT, head-to-head with WWE NXT, so if, if it's the theme, so uh, why not look back at the very first edition of of WCW Monday Nitro, 1995, September 4th, uh, Labor Day. So uh, we're all we're all going to talk about you know where we were in our lives in 1995. We're going to get in the time machine. We're going to go back to the show itself. We're going to look at all the matches, all the segments that aired on the show. Um, as always, if you want to hear this entire show and the entire back catalog of all the Top Rope Nation classics podcast check out patreon.com slash top rope nation you can become a member of the patreon page for just five bucks a month it gets you exclusive access to top rope nation classics as well as top rope nation extra and uh this month until october 31st we've brought back our free t-shirt deal we last did this back in june if you sign up for the five dollar tier try it out for a month we'll send you a free top rope nation t-shirt courtesy of pro wrestling tees in the mail it's a hell of a deal you can check out this full show if you're listening to the 10 minute preview right now on our usual feed you can check out our backlash 2002 uh, top rope nation classic show that we did last month wcw super brawl 2 bash at the beach 96 and a few others as well as all of those top rope nation extra podcasts where we review the pay-per-views from this year within the first 24 hours after they air so check it out patreon.com slash top rope nation 
Kyle, you're feeling a little under the weather, but uh, got to give you props. You jumped on here. You're you're with the microphone in hand. We're here on Skype recording. And uh, how you doing tonight? It's a good thing the doctor prescribed more classic wrestling for me. So go home, watch more old school wrestling. You'll be okay. <laughs> it does a body good. Mm-hmm. We're, we're glad to have you. I mean, Kyle, you were kind of like the uh, the chief historian on this show. One of the uh, brightest wrestling minds I have ever known. The memory that this man has for classic professional wrestling. Always look forward to doing these shows yeah. with you, sir. Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie either. I also swiped all the drugs he had when he wasn't looking. So. <laughs> it helps with your memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Justin Joint, also on Despite the Despite what you're told. <laughs> yeah. Justin, you were not with us last month for our classic show when we, Kyle and myself, did Backlash 2002. So good to have you back on the line as we look back at 1995. How are things going with you this week? Good. Uh, survived another tornado watch here in Iowa. So I'm feeling confident, feeling strong. This is so bizarre. It seems like it's always when the nights we're recording podcasts, like crazy weather is happening outside. I know we did a show a couple years ago where, like, I put the effect of a tornado siren in the background because we were under a tornado watch and it was again tonight, the same thing. So luckily that's passed and we're ready to go. So do you guys like spend half of your days like in the hallway, like assuming the position or do they still not do that for tornado drills? It's been a long time since in school. Just in life, oh. not in Iowa. Do you guys just like go in your hallways and like get on all fours and put your hands over your back? Your uh, head? Is that, well, is that, see, is that life in Iowa or no? I, I'm not the usual Iowan. I'm actually scared of tornadoes. Uh, I would say most Iowans uh, go outside and look for it. Mm, that is true. I've never actually seen one in person, and I hope to keep it that way. But there there have been some around the area. I just did not actually see them with my own two eyes. So let's look back at 1995 here. Uh, we always kind of start these shows just talking about where we were with our wrestling fandom at the time. And uh, so, Kyle, to throw it to you first, what was going on in wrestling for you in 1995? Well, it's kind of funny because to go back to the last uh, episode of Classics we did, Backlash Show 2, I had mentioned that my interest in this great sport was really waning at that time. And there had been only one other time previous that that had happened and sure enough it was 1995 uh, but this got me back the Monday Night Wars got me back into it you know by 95 you know I was talking about you know the chatter at school I feel whenever we talk about these classic episodes at 95 like that for, there was like none like nobody was talking wrestling in 1995 I felt real isolated like in watching it and I was just like eh whatever and I, and I became disinterested but I remember it was like math class or something like somebody across the room mentioned, hey, what about this WCW Nitro? And um, sure enough, you know, like the Monday Night Wars reinvigorated me. Mm-hmm. It, it just goes to show and we'll talk about, you know, we're going to be making a lot of comparisons with AEW when appropriate. You know, doesn't matter where your product is at. New te- well, I guess it's it, it's this is not apples to apples, but. You know, WWE is obviously changing its TV this week as well. You know, a new TV format can really heat up a promotion. Yeah. And it needs to be said, the first half of 1995 WCW is complete dog shit. (laughs) I mean, it's bad. I mean, uh, my buddy Chad and I, we always would sometimes like go over our tape collection and like see, is there any like significant holes like in terms of time periods in the collection? And man, 
the first half of 95, there ain't much that we had on tape and, and for good reason. Yeah. Uh, so you would have been what, like a f- freshman, sophomore in high school? I'm trying to remember what year you graduated. Yeah, I was a sophomore in high school. So you graduated in 98? I graduated in 98. Yeah, I graduated in okay. 98. Sophomore, okay. What about you, Mr. Joint? Years old. I was uh, beginning my freshman year in high school. Uh, I was 100% out on professional wrestling. It wouldn't be until WrestleMania 12, which would be on the horizon at this point. Um, but yeah, no, I was I was all about music and movies. Like I'd recently got into uh, Typo Negative's Bloody Kisses albums, and I had a cassette single of uh, Seal's Kiss by a Rose, which I watched a lot. Um, but you know, it, it was a, it was a big, uh, month coming up for me because I would go to, uh, to Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. Julie Newmore <laughs> and, and assassins. And I went to both those movies in the theater just to make out with my girlfriend at the time. And we made out the entire time. And, uh, as far as go this get show, you some. yeah, well, you know, speaking of which, uh, it was Were either. They- were what, they bloody ahead. kisses, by the way? <laughs> no, they're oh. loud, sloppy, gross <laughs> teenager kisses. Uh, I, it was, and I'll tell you what, this first Nitro, it was days, if not weeks, if not maybe a month before Justin Joint touched his first boob. <laughs> <laughs> this is the content. <laughs> That Patreon incredible stuff right there. True story. There's always mentions like this in our classic shows, guys. You want to hear the rest? Check out the archive. I love it. By the way, Black Number One is a great fucking song. Amen. Christian woman, yes, please. (laughs) They're Uh, actually they're October Rust. Their next album that came out in '96 is top to bottom for me. It's a fantastic album that I have to break out every fall. Guys, we're only a few years apart, but man, I'm going to sound so much younger than you guys doing this, and it's almost a little embarrassing, but fall of 95, I was sixth grade, so three years younger than you, Justin, in school, and four from Kyle. Um, I was kind of out on wrestling, too. I think Justin and I have a similar story. I kind of really jumped back in around the lead-in to the Iron Man match. I think that... I was kind of watching Nitro in that that fall, but I just don't really remember it clearly. I know my dad was watching it. I think he got hooked back into it with all the all the classic stars in WCW that we had watched when I was a young kid, and because I remember walking in and, and he, into like the living room, and he would be watching it around this time. But I was not watching Nitro like appointment television at least to like early '96. I don't think. Um, so yeah, sixth grade. Um, not a lot of social life going on for me at the time. <laughs> it was riding my so, bike to school. I was in the safety <laughs> patrol, I remember. Uh, my God. Yeah. When did you start watching wrestling, Ryan? Me? I feel like that. Yes. Mm, probably around my earliest memories are around like that 87, 88 time period. Like oh, watching okay. It with my okay. Dad. Yeah, okay. Yeah. For some reason, I had it like in my head that you didn't start watching until like 93. And I thought it was very odd that you would art. You were already out. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's actually about around the time when I kind of like stopped watching. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, because it was like early in the Raw era when I just kind of started tuning out, like ninety three, sure. ninety four, like that sure. that general time period. But uh, yeah, I I always loved Bret Hart, and uh, that went back to him his days in the Hart Foundation as a little kid, and then the early run as champion, 
And then it kind of got out. And then, yeah, the, the Iron Man match and the build of that really sparked my interest. And then I think when Brett left, that really pulled me in. Because then I was watching like week after week wanting him to come back. And then I got like, I was just waiting and waiting. It seemed like all of 96 for Brett to come back. So, um, yeah, that's that's really when I got back into it hardcore and never missed a show. But, yeah, 95... I was, it was just starting to come back. Like I may have watched some of those fall of '95 shows, but uh, it's just not clear uh, I mean, at the time. I mean, just to kind of echo your guys' sentiments, '95 is by far the coldest year for the Big Two. Uh, yeah. Up until the, this Monday Night Wars really just reinvigorates things. I mean, there is. Uh, I, I would love to hear an argument from someone not named Eric Bischoff or Vince McMahon that ECW was not the best North American promotion in 1995. No, I think that's probably accurate for sure. Yeah. I mean, because of, I mean, you know, you've got, you have the Hogan loving going on on this channel and the other channel, you have, you know, diesel's disgraceful title run. <laughs> yeah. There, there wasn't a lot happening to bring fans back until this moment in time. And, and for me, you know, I've mentioned this before on shows and I, and I know that we've all said, like early nineties, we were sporadic WCW watchers at best. I always tried watching what I could, but the issue was it was on like Saturday nights only. And I would be like doing something on Saturday night. So I wouldn't always watch it, but here it was, you know, I always watched wrestling on Monday nights. It was like established. So like it really, you know, there was always that talk. Oh, is this going to splinter the audience? Was this going to do to the audience? For me, it was an easy way to start following WCW every single week. Mm-hmm. Funny you should say that because that actually just jogged a memory for me. I do re- remember around this time period, uh, one of my best friends that I would hang out with, he had the sweetest setup in his basement. So his dad was a doctor around here. So they had they had like the, the projector set up when nobody had projectors. You know, in 95, I didn't know anyone else that had a projector. Projector, wow. surround sound. It was like the projector that would come out of the ceiling kind of thing. And I remember being over there on the weekends and watching Saturday night a few times. Like it just scrolling through the channels and him stopping on that and us watching. And I, I remember, you know, watching Surfer Sting this era. So mm-hmm. it, it was sometime in there. But yeah, I, w- I was not watching each and every week, not until a couple months after this. And then I was, yeah, I was full bore back into it. So, um, what was going on in 95 in general? We usually kind of just throw these stats out there to bring everyone back. Of course, in 1995, Bill Clinton was the president. Al Gore was the vice president. And the best picture that year at the Oscars, guys, sometimes I've, I've been doing this for our, our shows, and sometimes the movies don't age real well. But, man, Forrest Gump, that is still a fantastic movie. I don't know when the last time you guys saw it was, but that is an all-time great movie. One best picture in 95. Do I start a fight? You don't like Forrest Gump? It's a fucking travesty at one over Pulp Fiction. Well, Pulp Fiction is a good movie, too. I, but <laughs> I, I was legitimately <laughs> mad. You know how people get mad about Raw some weeks, like, irrationally? And you're like, settle down, dude. Yeah. That is the way I behaved at the 1995 Oscars. <laughs> I could see either of them win it, but, man, Forrest Gump, it is, it's a great movie. It holds up. Anytime it's on TV, I still watch it. Um, the Super Bowl that year was not a great one. I do distinctly remember watching this one. I had just gotten back from an AAU basketball game and uh, turned on San Francisco and San Diego 
49-26. This was the era, San Francisco winning, by the way. This is the era where the Super Bowls just typically were never close. I looked it up. San Francisco went in an 18.5-point favorite. To yes, the largest favorite ever. And it's one of one of uh, only a couple times ever the books didn't come out so good on the Super Bowl. little information for you. Interesting. Yeah, it was, it was not because, a close one, though. Because the public all wanted to, you know, they wanted to bet the favorite and the favorite, you know, <laughs> that San Diego team was as bad as any team that's ever made the Super Bowl. So, mm. you know, the public actually was right for once. Yeah. A uh, couple months before this NBA Finals, the Rockets swept the Orlando Magic. I remember being devastated. Michael Jordan come back that spring and the Bulls lost to the Magic in the playoffs. However, we got a pretty good bowl season that was about to start up in the fall of 95. But uh, the Rockets were the reigning champions. And the Stanley Cup that year, a couple months earlier, the New Jersey Devils swept the Detroit Red Wings. So we had two sweeps in the NBA and the NHL Finals. Um, And then one month after Nitro debuted in 95, the World Series had the Atlanta Braves finally winning a World Series (laughs) over Kyle's Cleveland Indians four games to two. Do, 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 do. Memories of that one, Kyle? Strike zone was very large for Atlanta pitchers. <laughs> Quite a set of pitchers they had that decade, though. Uh, yeah, about as oh. large as King Mabel's ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of asses, a gallon of gas, $1.15 at the pump. Ass, gas, or grass. <laughs> Median household income in the United States, $34,000 per year. Half the country is doing better than that. A half was doing worse. An average new home would cost you $158,000 in 1995. And the number one song, you guys heard it in the intro, this week in 1995. Who can forget this one? Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. Dangerous Minds. What do you think of that movie, guys? I loved Weird Al's take on that song. I did, too. Uh, Very interesting, too, because do you know... What ECW September 1995 show was called? Amish Paradise. It was not called Amish Paradise. It was Gangsta's Paradise, yeah. featuring yes. what many feel this just off that was the best ECW match ever: Raven and Stevie Richards against the Pitbulls. Yeah, I've man, that has been a long time. Man, that's when I would probably have to. It, yeah, I don't know how much it holds up. You know, and and I know a lot of people have gotten to see like fan cam stuff, and but like that was like always the consensus best ECW match for for years, just because, um, you know, Fonzie gets choke slammed by nine one one, and there's just a lot goes on. So, Rey Mysterio and Psychosis also on that show. Yeah, yeah, ECW was kicking ass. Oh yeah. That period. All right, guys. Well, that's set the stage. That's where we were. That's where the world was in 95. So let's step into the time machine. Let's go back to September, Monday, September 4th, 
WCW Monday Nitro comes to Turner Network Television Monday, September 4th. So we are at the Mall of America, Minneapolis, Minnesota, for this first edition of WCW Nitro. Gotta say, pretty unique venue. Uh, yep. Have you guys been there? 